Hello? Hello? Sorry. You good? Dude, Sage is trying to pull down the ghetto curtain that I have on top of my window right now. Sage? Ma'am? Hi, guys. Hi, friends. (laughs) How are we today? Oh, my God. We haven't recorded anything in, like, two weeks. Listen, we went on vacation, and then... Died. Promptly. Oh, no, you're cutting out. No! I heard that. Of course it did. <laughs> anyway, we went on vacation, then we died. Ugh. I don't know how we both managed to get sick at the same time, but, like, that's commitment right there. Uh, we went to Florida, which is the swamp of the United States. Yeah, there's that, too. United States, hot take. Woohoo! Good segue into what we're actually talking about. Yes. Because we're, fi- uh, we're finally doing it. Ah, uh, so much to be said we're about fi- book talk. We're finally talking shit. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so ready. I've been excited for this episode ever since we decided to do this because I have, I have so much to say and also nothing to say. Ugh. But it's, like, one of the better things to talk about because it's so controversial because there's all the people that are, like, in love with the book talk side of the book community, and you and I are just sitting here like, "Mm." That's because we used to be in love with the book talk side of the community and then got shit on. Yikers. You right, you right. Big, big, gargantuan oof. Oops. Big oofs. Anyway, hi friends. Welcome to the book talk episode. Um, don't continue listening if you like book talk. And if you do like book talk, but you continue listening anyway because we're you know your favorite people, just don't hold it against us. Because yeah. again, everyone is entitled to their own opinion. Don't bitch about it because I'm not gonna listen to it. Honestly, if you have a problem, get off the fucking podcast. Yeah, pretty much. We've we've said some pretty um, interesting things on this. I had to edit a portion of our book to movie adaptations episode out because what I said was a little too controversial. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't originally going to edit it out, and I was like, I should probably edit that out. And there it went. And there it went. It's no longer there. But anyway, uh, let's... Let's uh, jump into it. Kaylee, how did uh, you get onto book talk? All right. So I'm one of those people that had TikTok for like a year or so and didn't really do anything with it. I just kind of was scrolling, but I stumbled upon like the book talk side of it and I just like fell down the rabbit hole and fell in love. And I was reading Throne of Glass at the time. So I was like, none of my other friends have read this series I want other people to be able to talk to me about the series. So I was just like, you know what? Book talk it is. And there there it went. There it went. And there she wrote. Um, and there she- I had a similar I have a similar story, but I actually started out on the cosplay side of TikTok on a completely different account. Um, got shit on by some larger creators, which I'm not gonna go into on this. Um <laughs> And then I made like my personal account and I don't know how I stumbled upon book talk. It just kind of like popped up on my for you page and then it That's never I mean. left. Yeah. <laughs> and I was also reading Throne of Glass and I was like, I need someone to bitch about 
Manon with me because I didn't like her at first in that series. Um, and then I stayed <clears throat> for too long. Way too long. A L- little too long. A little too long for, for my taste. Even though I'm posting but- again, it's more casual now. And the pro of it was that's how we met. That's quite literally one of the only pros from... Yep. That's why I said the pro. Not plural. I mean, book recommendations. I mean, okay, yeah, that's a lot. Book recommendations are always nice, but I will say, um, I saw Brace's Donut Book hyped up heavily on Book Talk. No. So, like, there's also the downfalls, man. They're not all good recs. Uh, well, let's get into those downfalls, shall we? Yes. So one of Let's my talk. one of my biggest qualms with book talk is just their like misjudgment of books. Like mm-hmm. not everything is enemies to lovers, not everything is YA, not everything needs to be spicy. And book talk just has such strong opinions and they will literally cut your throat out if you disagree with them. <laughs> Oh my god, they come for your throat, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. One of my bigger things is, like, the whole spoiler aspect. No, oh, good god. Because, yes, everyone mass categorizes books. Everyone literally is like, oh my god, like, it ends with us. It's like a romance. No. No, it's not. Mm-mm. Book talk, you wrong. Colleen literally is, like, No. But so they mass categorize the books. They always will come for your throat, especially different fandoms. And if you say one thing out of line or post one thing without a spoiler warning, you're dead to them. Mm-hmm. Like, did I'm gonna use a personal example? As you should. Quick. I know what you're talking about too. Yep. Did you guys know that Song of Achilles is based on the Iliad? <gasps> I know. No. no to me. Ooh, oh my god. I've never so heard of god that forbid, ever. God forbid, when I post a TikTok about Achilles and Patroclus, um, without a spoiler warning, because, you know, if you know your freaking history, you know what happened. God forbid I post something without a spoiler warning. I lost 70 followers. Yeah. And I got so much hate on this video that I had to take it down and repost it with a spoiler warning. Dude, I wanted you to keep the original up so bad because you took it down before I had the chance to go in on these people. <laughs> I know. I literally was like, they were some of my mutuals too. Like it wasn't even just people who had followed me. I literally was attacked by like my bookish friends and I was like, gotta go. Not for me. It's the toxicity. Uh, the second one of my bookish friends attacks me for something that stupid is the minute I just quit. I'm just done. <laughs> I, like, never post anymore. I think I want to get back into slightly casually posting because I kind of do miss it. Some of the videos are fun mm-hmm. to make. But, like, I'm not as... Well, sorry, guys. That night shift is really kicking in. <laughs> I'm not as like into it as I used to be it just it pisses me off more than anything it started it started to feel like a chore for me it was like if I don't post I'm gonna start losing more followers if I don't post about this certain series like I'm not gonna be relevant 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 anymore 
it was just one of those things where it started becoming such like an issue <laughs> that I was yeah. like, why am I continuing to do this if I'm not having fun? That's exactly, exactly what it was. It's just, you know, people put way too much value into social media. And I feel like it got so much worse when TikTok became super popular. A hundred percent. It was like, hey, if you're not doing this certain thing, you shouldn't even, even be on this app. If you're not obsessed with From Blood and Ash get off this app. If you're not obsessed with Sarah J ass, get off this app. It's very, um, I would say they make a lot of the authors very seasonal because when Shadow and Bone, love Tuya Lee Bardugo, Mm -hmm. when Shadow and Bone premiered on Netflix, that was like the biggest thing ever for book talk for literally like two or three months. Mm -hmm. And if you weren't talking about Shadow and Bone, your videos were like non-existent to everyone. Yeah. And I mean, that's the same thing whenever Shimon uh, Jin releases a new book, like, or when Jennifer, Jennifer L, um, I'm having a stroke in trout, releases <laughs> a new book. <laughs> if you're not following the trend of, like, the popular authors, and you're not posting about them, your content's not getting out there. Like, no one cares. Which, as a hater... <laughs> Is like kind of detrimental. Not gonna lie. Extremely, extremely detrimental. Because I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm not in the habit of supporting these authors. Who ever, everyone knows they're problematic. Even the people who stand them know they're problematic. Yeah. They just don't care. And it's like you do realize the people who these authors have hurt can see you. Yeah. And they know how much you value them, which is not at all. Yeah. So. Let's maybe um, not support problematic authors. But th- that's that's where TikTok like, makes its bread. It's like, hey, these books are popular and super tropey, which means I'm going to be able to make a plethora of content about it. Yeah. Because I will say there is a lot of content opportunities with Akatar, with Throne of Glass, yeah. with the Virgin book. From blood, I I did, I wasn't joking. I forgot its name for a second. From blood and ash. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that. The, I think most of my most of my for you page always ends up being something Akatar related, just because it's one of the popular things to have mm-hmm. like content about. And I'm just like, I mean, no hate to these creators. Everyone is extremely talented. I have a lot of mutuals that post Akatar content, mm-hmm. but like that's it's my whole for you page. It's, it's literally my whole page. I almost wonder if half of these people even like those series. They just know that if they post about it, they're they're gonna get clapped for it. My favorite thing while we're on the train real fast mm-hmm. is seeing the male book talkers that are cosplaying that have never read the books come in and cosplay as like Tamlin and Reese and I'm sitting here like "Mm, buddy boy it's so embarrassing (laughs) it's so funny it gives me such secondhand embarrassment I'm like girl please I wish I wish I knew his name. He cosplays as Tamlin literally all the time. <gasps> and I, mean, I know who you're talking about. He looks he looks like the book art. He does. Like, I will give that to him. Like, 100% props to him. 
but I never saw him post anything about these. Like, I went and did a dig. I dug through his TikTok to see if I could, like, find where he had talked at all. And I don't think he had. I literally think what happened is someone tagged him in fan art. Or he saw something and he was like, yo, I look like that. I can get away with this. Oh, for sure. And I'm just like, have you read the books? Or the guy that, like, posts his fucking Reese all the time. I don't know why, but him I allow. I, it might just be because he's pretty. He is very pretty. He is very pretty. Anyway... <laughs> Hopping off that train. Besides the point. Besides the, besides the point, I just think TikTok creates a bit of a toxic environment. environment. Yeah. yeah. These beneficiary changes have melted my brain because it's all I've been <laughs> doing for like two weeks ever since our little bot has started working. So my brain, no work. It's okay. My brain no work with these weather conditions and these uh, 13-hour shifts where I get shit on. Yeah. But, yeah, that that's just work. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, jobs. See, but then I take care of the people who die in your hospital's life insurance. Look at that. There we go. Connected. Woo! That was depressing. Teamwork makes the dream work. That was that was real depressing. A little bit, a little bit. Back to books. Back to book talk. Back, back, back to book talk and why, why did you decide to stop posting? So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I used to post crackheads and coffee regularly with my old roommate mm-hmm. and we stopped doing that because life got in the way and Everyone got super busy. I started pulling 60 plus hours a week at the hospital. Everyone started moving. And then by the time I was still attempting to create book content come like November, Mm -hmm. no one really cared. Like my videos were not getting the like attention that they should have been. I mean, I have like 6,000 followers, which I got thanks to Harry Potter candle videos. Candle videos anyway um I was only getting like x amount of views and even less likes and I was Mm -hmm. like I have 600 or 6,000 followers how is this like how is the algorithm not correlating that and then uh I really noticed the drop because we were doing our like reading challenges oh god those yeah Mm -hmm. and the first one we did in October like, I wouldn't say blew up, but it got a lot more attention. It did. And then the one we did in November, October. or no, the September one blew up. The yeah. one we did in October, like, completely flopped mm-hmm. for no reason. And that one was and that arguably really funnier. Yeah, and that's when I really saw the numbers drop. And I was just like, oh, sorry, kitty. I was just like, I, I don't understand. Like, just because I'm not out here cosplaying doesn't mean my book content's not good. Mm-hmm. And, like, I got, they removed one of my audios when I was talking about Archer's voice. Oh, I remember that. Like, all I was doing, there was, it was the silent sound, there was nothing over it, it was just me talking about Archer's voice, and it got removed. What a stupid app. <laughs> I don't understand this clock app. I don't really, I don't know when it happened for me. 
I really don't because I still post casually. I think it's just when everything in my life was feeling like a chore and I just like didn't care anymore. I was like, this app doesn't make me happy. I am much happier on Bookstagram and BookTok just continues. There's always drama. There's always someone mad at someone. There's always something with an author. There's always something with readers. It's like, there's always some sort of like problem. I know. And I mean, like, I get so agitated whenever books are getting, like, a certain book will get so much attention, and I'll get excited and want to read it, only to come find out that the author's extremely problematic, and if I talk or post about them, I'm going to get shit on. Yep. And I think there's there's a lot of assumption when it comes with book talk, because everyone assumes that if an author is problematic, you should already know about it. Yeah! It's like, I'm like, I didn't know! Right, so, like, instead of attacking, educate. Yeah. And then if after you've educated that person, they still continue posting about that book or about that author, that's when it becomes an issue. But if it's just a genuine, oh, my God, I had no idea, holy shit, like, yeah, that's my bad, thank you for letting me know, why continue to attack and berate? I don't know. It just, it bothers me that there is such, there's a lack of awareness. There's, yeah, an extreme lack of awareness. Either that or just, it's a, like, complete disregard and they don't care because it's popular content. Well, it's it's popular, but then people, I think, get a little too bold on the internet. Yep. And they, they say things to people that they would never say to their face. Yeah. And this happened... This happens a lot just when you're talking about problematic authors. People are like, oh my gosh, like, what did they do? I'm not going to go and be like, wow, how do you not already know about this? Or, wow, how dare you ask me that question? You can do your own research. Like, it doesn't take that much time out of your day to be like, hey, thank you for asking. Here's the reasons why this person's problematic. Here's my sources on it. Go ham on the research that I've given you. And if they decide to look into it further, that's great. If they take you at face value, cool. Who cares? TikTok just sucks. I hate it. It does. It totally does. And half the time, if someone is problematic, their stuff's already been so hyped that you don't even know they're problematic at that point. Well, that, and it's like, and um, this can kind of segue into some of our, or like the follower opinions yeah um because I asked people on Instagram let me yeah. find because my friend Ash she said fandoms who rip readers apart because they didn't like a book slash point out a problematic issue are toxic yes they are yeah and honestly like it's so sad to see that happen because Jesus Christ they're just books yeah like I'm sorry that I don't want to read something problematic and I would like to know before I invest, like, my time and my attachment to that story. Yeah. So if I find out or if I find something out before I read a book and I'm like, okay, I'm not going to read this, that's on me. That's my decision. It affects no one else. Yeah, no one but you. And people just get so 
uppity. They're like, oh, how dare you not read this book? It's my favorite. Okay, cool. Good for you. Do you, want a, do you want a fucking cookie? Like, for real though! <laughs> Chocolate chip or snickerdoodle? Goddamn. Like, do you, do you want me to, like, applaud you for liking a book? I'm not going to do that. I don't care about your book opinions that much. Because it doesn't affect me. I am no. allowed to have a different opinion than you. And I'm allowed to like the books that I like. We all like things that maybe other people question. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Uh, it's just always been a complete like back and forth on book talk. Mm-hmm. And if you don't follow the trends and the fads, you're just invisible to everybody. Oh, 100%. And it's it's hard when you want to love a community so much and you just can't yeah 100 percent, dude because i i used to love book talk it was everything and then it wasn't and it's it hard it definitely lost value in the last year <clears throat> because i started posting on book talk a little over a year ago yeah sam i missed my one year anniversary yeah and I absolutely loved it. I loved mm-hmm. all the people I was meeting. I loved Sage. Sorry. I loved the content that I was creating. I loved just being able to go on and ramble with my ADHDs about books. Mm-hmm. And people could, like, interact with me about it. But no one would sit there and tell me to shut up. No one would sit there and tell me that it was pointless because it was my community. Like, it was a community that, ah, my cat just clawed the shit Sage. <laughs> It was a community that I took solace in and I was happy Mm -hmm. in. But God forbid I'm not keeping up with the trend. I'm just completely obsolete at that point. I finished Akatar, or I'm sorry, I finished Throne of Glass and read Shadow and Bone. So I stayed on that wagon for a while because I read Shadow and Bone before it came out. And so I had content for that. Mm -hmm. And then... I started reading Akatar and then slowly started going into other fandoms. And the moment, like, all of my, I wouldn't say core content, but all of the, like, content that was super popular at the time went away, so did all of my views. Mm-hmm. Mine kind of went away, um, it kind of happened gradually. Mm-hmm. It's like I hit 2K and then everything was downhill from there. Yeah. But I also hit 2K, like, what was it, like, a week before I got engaged? Yeah. And so, as soon as I got engaged, I was thrust into planning my wedding. So, I didn't have time to post as much. I couldn't keep up with the trends. And I also didn't care. Yeah. Like, there was a huge adjustment in my life, and I needed to focus on that because it was better than book talk a hundred percent better than book talk like no thanks i'm good um people asked me for wedding updates and i did that for a little bit and then i stopped because i realized it's not their business no it's not it's a hundred percent yours like i appreciate the care and the curiosity but at the same time like i don't need to share everything And people expect way too much out of people on social media. 
It's like, if you don't tell us everything, if you don't tell us all of your interests, if you don't tell us what's going on in your life, then, like, we don't feel connected to you. It's like, okay. Yeah. I don't need to have a personal relationship with every single person on the internet. Nor do I want one. Nope. The only community I'm comfortable with in that regard is Bookstagram. Yeah, I've met so many people on Bookstagram, mm-hmm. and I'm only doing it for a few months. Mm-hmm. I feel so much more at ease on it's, that app than I do on freaking TikTok. There's, everyone is so much more respectful of differing opinions, and they, just, they are still there for the books. Book talk is there yeah. for the clout. Yeah. Which, like, again, I mean, a little tea and a little shade, but not to, like, the TikTokers themselves, just the environment that the app allows. Yeah. Because the majority of the people causing shit are, like, the straight whites. <laughs> that's, some, uh, that's some tea right there. Thanks. Mm-hmm. It's not really um, delicious tea. It's more, like, unseasoned. Yeah. Bland. Murky water. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I say this as a half-straight white. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Who cares? Anyway, let's get... Been... Oh, go on. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I keep yawning, like, every mid-sentence for no reason. My body hates me. Uh, I have no qualms with, like, some of my mutuals. Like, if you're out there making good content, good for you. I do have a couple bigger creators that I'm, like, mutuals with on BookTok. And every time I see their stuff, I hype them up and I absolutely adore them. But I'm just like, it's it's not for me anymore, homie. And that's the thing. I think that kind of goes with the whole books are subjective point. So yeah. is your social media presence. You don't have to be present on BookTok. It's not for everybody. It's nope. not for us anymore. It's not where we feel comfortable or at ease. And that's because we kind of got stuck on the not good side. Well, yeah. And I mean, I would rather... I post a picture on, like, Bookstagram, and I immediately have people, like, commenting and hyping it up and asking about it. Mm-hmm. Whereas I would put something on BookTok, and it would either not get attention or it would just get shit on. Well, yep. why'd you post this? Why didn't you read this? Hey, did you know this? Well, you should have known that. Oh, my God, spoiler. Yeah, it's like... You're allowed to scroll. Right! Like, what the hell? You're scrolling for your through your free page anyway. If I said something you don't like, scroll on by. Keep going. And that's such, like, a stark difference between BookTok and Bookstagram. Because on BookTok, you'll be like, how dare you not like this book? Or, oh my god, you're stupid for liking this book. But on Bookstagram, it's like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad that you liked this. It it wasn't for me, but I'm glad you enjoyed it. Or, yep. I'm so sorry you didn't like this. It's one of my favorites, but I totally see your point. Yeah. It's just, it's the lack of respect for me. <laughs> it honestly is. It all boils down to the fact that there's no freaking respect on the mm-hmm. clock app. Nope. Not a freaking modicum of respect. It's like, mm, we're on the internet, so I can say whatever I want. No. You're on the internet, and that is forever. Uh-huh. 
So watch your damn self. Jesus Christ. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Uh, yeah. And book talk about wrecked me. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. I don't know. That, yeah. Anyway. We what have, are some other facts? Yeah, let me pull them up. Um, <laughs> I like this one. It makes me happy. Akatar is low-key cringe. I still, oh <laughs> I still love it, but Reese and Feyre's relationship is low-key kind of cringe. It's not low-key cringe. No. That is 100% cringe. It's, it's a thousand percent cringy. And I love how everyone tends to gloss over the fact that Reese sexually assaulted Feyre. Yeah. And they also gloss okay. over the years of sexual assault that Reese went through himself. Like... It's because Sarah J. Ass doesn't know how to delve in deeper with her characters. That's what I was going to say. Everything is surface level with her. She refuses to go into anything that could make it not cringy. <laughs> but she doesn't, so it stays cringy. I feel like with Throne to Glass, we got, the, we got a little bit more depth. A little bit. I wouldn't say we got as much as we could have. No, not at all. But, like, we still, like, we got... We understood, um, like, Lysandra's trauma and everything that uh, Aelin had been through. Mm-hmm. But then when it came to, like, Reese and Feyre, not shit. Such suck. <laughs> Sucks for you. you. Um, oh, my, my girl M from Bookishly Booking. Not, oh, I like this. Not one person knows why they're mad when they're ranting online. They're just mad. Pretty much. Yeah. I would I would agree that that's a hot take, though. Because I know sometimes when I rant online, it's more like, I hated this and this is why. Yeah. But there are so many people, like, I would say this, and I would like to remind everyone that I am not a JLA stan, nor a from Blood Nash stan. Correct, correct. But I would say with the whole The War of Two Queens thing, half of those people were giving one-star ratings who hadn't even read the book. Oh my god, yeah. I saw... I have yet to read it. Mm-hmm. And I have not read any of the reviews because I need to be disappointed on my own. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I'm too invested in it to not read it, to not know what happens. But, like, I did go through because there was the whole thing where she took them all off of Goodreads and you, like, couldn't find them. Mm-hmm. I did go through and, like, scroll a little bit. And so many people were only posting one stars. No reviews. Hadn't read it. They're just like, if eh, one star, I heard it shitty. Yep. So, yeah, not one person knows why they're mad. Do your research before you rant in general, but especially online. Like, like... Please just like think like a like a person. Yeah, it's okay if you have the opinion, but please back it up. Don't just be like, Mer- "You're not gonna like this next one." Say it, say it, say it. Aaron Blackford from the Spanish Love Deception oh, no! is kind <laughs> is kind of a walking red flag. <laughs> I think we should skip over that one. I agree. I, I agree, but when book boyfriends are started with a letter A, my Aaron's, my Alex's, you leave them alone. 
Um, to your opinion, much love to you, boo. You I'm probably not, a fucking red flag, but my ass thought it was a carnival, so. I'm agreeing with you. It's okay. Ooh, <laughs> Zachary Goodreads coming from my heart here. I agree with you, boo. The Cruel Prince isn't that good. You are correct. I haven't read it, but all of the content I've seen, why the hell does this dude have a tail? That's the age-old question. No one knows. What's the that is more of a question to me than why Poppy's virginity was so fucking protected. Why yeah, the same. fuck does this have a tail? And what, what, oh my god, I haven't read it. I 100% have the book. I could read it. I sold mine. My, my friend just read it. But I can't bring myself to pick it up because I'm like, what in the cosplay is this? It's just, I would say it's cringier than Akatar. TBH. Oh. No. It's, I mean, that can make for some good content. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. You're right, but... Wouldn't like, you guys just love to see me blowing the shit out of this fucking book? Well, that's the one... Or that's one where Book Talk totally, like, fucked it up. Because they're like, oh, the romance between Cardin and Jude. I love Cardin that's and Jude. That's all I see about it. That's literally all I see about it. All I know about Cardin has a tail, Jude has a knife, and they're enemies to lovers. They? That's hate each other and do nothing but manipulate each other but it's a love story no get the fuck out of here um i've never read this book but i'm gonna say it anyway the silent patient was a very dumb dull and boring book i hate it so very much I'm going to take your word for it at face value because I've never read it. Go on with your bad self. I I haven't read it either. I have almost picked it up a couple times and something just like, I could never like make the financial commitment because it's kind of an expensive book. It is. It is expensive. <clears throat> um, okay. Well, that was, that, that was a good one to end the hot takes on. For real? For real? So basically what I'm hearing is fuck the cruel prince, fuck the silent patient, um, yep. and... Akatar's cringe. Akatar's cringe. So, nothing new. Nothing new here. This is all content we already knew. Yeah. These are... <laughs> these are all things I knew previously. But I feel more educated than I did. Especially about The Silent Patient. <laughs> yeah, because I haven't read it. Nope, me either. I... Yeah. I've stared at it at Target multiple times, and, um... It's not on my shelf. Oh, guess what I did today? What? Or guess what got delivered today? What day is it? It's Thursday. It's Thursday. What got delivered today? The second Zodiac Academy book. Ah! I have decided I'm going to start a series, whether I start my booktube or whether I start posting it on TikTok, called Reading Zodiac Academy Until I Hate Myself. Okay, but the same could be said for me attempting to read the fucking off-campus series by L. Kennedy. Ooh, Femme just posted a video about L. Kennedy. I have yet to watch it. Hmm. If you want to continue reading the series, I wouldn't watch it. <laughs> the series was just, okay. The first book. It's your Zodiac Academy. It, oh my god. Because, like, what the fuck? But also, like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah.
Yeah, yeah, w w welcome to hell. Well, I'm just like, the main character acts and goes through some shit very similarly to myself. And so I relate to her. The whole book had me going, what the fuck? Who the fuck writes hell of a? Writes out the word hell of a. Apparently all Kennedy. Expects me to read it and go, yeah, I say that. <laughs> I wish you guys could see what just happened on my screen. Think what? Oh, God. Yeah. Um, in other words, I was convinced by Zachary Goodreads Discord server um, to read the second book because they crave the entertainment. Because I will say, my commentary on the first book was probably better than the book. I'm so excited to read these books. Why? 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 <laughs> because I, too, would like to be thoroughly entertained. It's, um, if, if, I, I would like to just talk to anyone who actually likes those books as a yeah. fantasy series and not a comedy, um, it's to understand your brain, because, <laughs> like, e Emily from Bookishly Booking, please educate me on why you like this series, because I can't. I love the fact that it's supposed to be like a serious fantasy series and all I've seen about it is that you have to read it through a comedic lens. You have to. I I, put, I love reading books like that. I put that goddamn book on my TBR cart and I about burst into tears. <laughs> I love that for you. I was like, I hate it here. <laughs> Why am I doing this to myself? <laughs> and then I remembered... The people need comedy. Yep. And what yep. am I if not a comedian? <laughs> I do it for the people. Man, and oh god. I'm just okay. I need to I need to breathe a little bit. <clears throat> I started like sweating. I was like, oh god, Zodiac Academy is in my house again. <laughs> the devil is here. The devil is here. Yeah. TBH. And you know what's even more sad? Is eventually I'm gonna have to dedicate a goddamn shell to the whole series because I know I'm gonna read the whole thing. I've gone, I've gotten this far. Yep. So eventually I'm gonna have a whole shelf dedicated to the series that I fucking hate. Dedicated to the uh, Draco Wattpad fan fiction. Because I was told that this was very much a if you like Draco Malfoy. This is for you. Yeah, so why am I reading it? I don't know, because you're the number one fucking Draco antagonist I have ever met in my life. I hate Draco Malfoy with every fiber of my being. There is not even a sliver that likes him, thinks he's... He th d no. Get your weasel ass out of my face. <laughs> Goodbye. The weasel. That might be my bookish hot take. That Draco Malfoy's a piece of shit? Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. Ooh, that, that, that's a good way to end this episode. What is your bookish hot take? Ooh. Oh, no, I came unprepared. Cue Jeopardy music. Do, 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 do. <laughs>
bookshelf to make this hot take. Oh god, I made you get up. I'm so sorry. It is okay. How does your bookshelf look? Did you change it yet? Um, I have yet to change it. I do have my like uh Lee Bardugo like Shadow of Bone shelf out and the uh shrimp shelf is there and listen we know that we don't support but like i had already invested the money in oh, yeah, everything but into this shelf before i knew she was incredibly problematic yep so my shelf looks pretty and that's all i'm gonna say about that i helped with her shelf that's why i asked <laughs> yes um let's see my book it hot take i'm like searching through my shelves trying to have something jump out at me because I know that there's something I could say and I'm just not thinking of it at the moment. Actually. Oh. My boogie shot take is going to piss Libby off. Listen. Everyone knows that the Shadow and Bone books are a wee bit different from the series we are seeing on Netflix. Uh-huh. And I am here to say that in the books, in the single POV, we only read Alina's POV books. Mal wasn't shit when he was at war and she was with Kyrian. So when I was reading the books, I could not stand Mal. That's okay. And I- Libby loves Mal. Libby is a huge Mal stan. Don't out me. <laughs> and I did not become a Mal stan. I'm a Nikolai stan. I was always a Nikolai stan. But watching the show made me more of a Mal stan. But that's also because we got the multi-POV in the mm-hmm. show. And we did not get that in the book. In the book, it was all from Alina's point of view. And I hated Mal. I hated him more than life itself. I was like, why does this I am become like little piece of shit? We can do a whole Shadow and Bone episode. I digress. I think we should. I think we need to do that. I think this would be so much fun because we have a lot of similar opinions on Shadow and Bone, but obviously we have quite a few that are like conflicting. Maybe. So yeah, my hot take is book Mal is a piece of shit. My hot take um, is it the Draco thing. I have too many I meet me thinks. Yeah, I have a few. I just needed to come look to like get them. I hate so many things that the book community loves. Yep. Hot take, crack your damn spines, annotate your books, beat the shit out of your books. Who cares they are yours. It is your property. You paid the money for them. Do not let other people be like, why are you hurting your books? Why are you doing that to those poor books? They're just books. They can't feel it. Do whatever you need to do to make your reading experience more enjoyable. Yeah, I will say I am not typically one for cracking spines because when I was younger, I used to crack my spines and pages used to fall out. So, Tessa, tell us your hot take. Uh huh. Anyway, um, but like nowadays, so I won't crack my paperbacks nowadays unless it absolutely calls for it. But like, I love annotating my books. Mm-hmm. I love seeing something and going, "Bro, what the fuck?" 
and just highlighting and it. Having it, highlighting it, annotating it, and then posting it and being like, y'all look what I found. It's just, it, it makes, for me, the experience, or like the reading experience, much more personal. Yeah. Because like, it's basically like your own built-in um, Wattpad comment section. Oh, 100%. And I'm here for it. Those comment sections are the funniest freaking thing ever. I love them. Um, but I think I have run out of things to say without getting mean. <clears throat> I mean, I'll agree with that. Because I, I could have gotten way more mean in, the, in this episode. But hey, I, you, I feel like you reined yourself in pretty good. I did. I'm also, like, dying of heat in this office. It's okay. I'm dying in general oh. with the season change. I'm so congested again. Mm-hmm. And I just I have a blazing headache. It's fantastic. Me too. Um, and I get to go grocery shopping while my husband is asleep. Ugh. I get to finish unpacking my apartment. Yay. Tessa, shut up. <laughs> For your hot take, you didn't give it to us. Well, okay, friends. Um, I think I think we're going to end it here. Um, thank you for hopefully tuning in to episode four of The Literary <laughs> Library. I feel like we've done way more than four, but we haven't. <laughs> we, we took a sick break. We needed to. Um, it was it was a little bit of a rough going there for a it, for a while. I was dying. Just that. Yep, me too. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Bad bad stuff all around. So again, thank you for listening. You can find Lee at Literary Lee on Instagram and TikTok. Who cares about TikTok? <laughs> <clears throat> it's literary dot Lee B two dubs. Thank you, thank you. I got you. And then you can find me at library with a dot between the I and the B on Instagram and library with no dots on TikTok. And you can follow our Instagram at the literary library. But we're gonna go now. We're gonna we're gonna go respectively die. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yay. And you'll hear after life next week. Yeah, we will see you guys next week, possibly with our Shadow and Bone episode. Also, welcome back to the fact that we are now on Fridays. We forgot to say oh, that. Oh, yeah, we post on Fridays Happy now. Fr- Happy Friday. Instead of starting your week with us, you will end it with us. But if you need a little bit of a taste of something, I'm going to give a little shout out to my besties at Chaotically Bookish Podcast. Um, they didn't have an episode this week. Um I was on the episode that was supposed to air this week. It was their Verity episode, and due to some technical difficulties, the audio files were corrupted and deleted, Mm. which is very sad, but (laughs) they will be back next Wednesday, so give them a listen while you wait for us next week. And good luck. (laughs) All right. Bye, guys. Bye.